Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. All right, this week we are talking about why it matters to stay in the present and one of the best ways to do that. All right, let's start out with the why. Why do I need you to care about this, okay? Well, the first reason is the present moment is really the only moment we can do anything about. And yes, I realize that sounds really cliche, um, but it's one of those simple things that is actually really hard to do, really hard to execute on. Because as humans, we are programmed, focused, anthropologically designed, however you want to think about it, to kind of make sure that we are safe, right? We've talked about this a lot on the podcast. And the reason it matters is we are constantly scanning our environment for trouble, problems, concerns. And so we've stayed alive, if you will, and maybe more so our ancestors or our pre-pre-pre-ancestors. But anyway, because we were scanning for problems and in doing that, we were making sure to keep ourselves safe and to make good choices and do the right things. Okay. So it is in our nature, right? In other words, we're really good at worrying about the future, worrying about our environment, scanning for problems. And once we realize that we're safe, um, we actually, what's interesting is we don't worry about the things that aren't scary. Okay. So you're sitting in your living room and you're not worried about the fact that the couch is going to hold you up, right? I mean, that's not even a concern. Um, So once you know that you know, it's safe, your dogs are safe, there's a roof over your head, maybe it's raining out, but you know, you know, you, you, you're secure in the fact that your roof's not going to link, your dogs leak, your dogs are going to be safe, your couch is going to hold you up. Um, I don't know, your refrigerator is going to be fine. Like all of those things, once we know all of those things are quote safe or there, there's nothing wrong with them, we don't worry about them. Then what that does is it leaves our mind to worry about the things that aren't quote safe or secure or settled. Well, a lot of that, a lot of what we do is we think about the future then. We think about what if, oh my God, or you worry about a meeting that you have tomorrow or a, I don't know, a a run that you have next weekend or, you know, so your mind by being safe primarily, you know, primarily most of our lives, thank goodness, you know, say a Uh, prayer of gratitude there. Most of our time, we are generally safe in our environment. And so by doing that, we free up our mind in a lot of ways to worry about the future. One of the ways we worry about the future with dog sports is, of course, we worry about outcomes. We worry about what's going to happen, what's going, you know, I, you know, and it causes us fear or anxiety or performance anxiety or ring nerves or some you know, kind of version of that. And it causes us to think about what can we do to control the outcome? What can we do in this moment or that moment? And so our mind goes to future tripping or to 
you know, using our imagination for worry instead of for visualization, for instance. So we constantly go to that place. Okay. And the thing is, is that what we can do in the future, what we can do right now for the future is pretty limited. Okay. There's not that many things that we can do to predict secure, you know, particular outcomes. We can influence them. Um, we can control the things we can control. And I want everybody to do that, right? If there's, you know, if you're, you know, if you can pack the lunch or pack the car or do some of those things and so that you don't have to worry about them, yes, do those things. But in terms of the outcome, there's really only so much we can do because for the most part, the outcome is out of our control. We can make sure that we show up in our best way. We can make sure that we are prepared. But at the end of the day, especially in dog sports, anything could happen in that ring or in the environment or with the judge or some other thing that takes us, takes the outcome out of our control. All right. So in this podcast, in my mindset work, we talk a lot about process goals. You've heard that spiel. Uh, What I'm going to, and that is, you know, of course, super, super important. But what I'm going to talk about today is one of the ways that we can stay or we can train ourselves to stay in the present moment. And when I say train ourselves, being in the present is really is a skill. We have to practice that because like I said, our mind wants to go to all of these scenarios, all of these what ifs. Um, Some of us either even will get you know, a spin of like catastrophizing, like, you know, think of all the terrible things that could happen or, or what have you. And it just plays around in the future. And so we need to teach ourselves. We need to build the skill of being in the present moment. And, um, the other thing that comes along with that skill is being able to focus, right? By staying in the present moment, we also teach ourselves to bring our focus to the present moment and build longer focus or build the ability for ourselves to be able to focus on the task at hand, right? And basically what it means is keeping our our attention in what we're working on now, okay? This is the key, the key, the central point of getting in what people call the zone in sports or what people call getting into flow. And what it means is the rest of the world essentially falls away, right? You are so much involved in what you are doing, your entire attention, your entire being, your entire mindset, everything is focused on the now. And if you've ever, you know, been involved in a task where you've completely lost track of time or, you know, you don't even know um, kind of what else has been going on or you didn't even hear anybody talking to you because you were just so completely engrossed and taken over by what you were doing. That's an example of being in the zone or in flow. And, you know, that's a coveted place for athletes to be in, right? They work really hard to get into that place where everything else falls away and they're just performing. And in order to do that, those elite athletes, those elite handlers are being in the moment. They're being in the present and they're letting everything that doesn't matter or another way to say that is can't help them in that situation, right? Your grocery list is going to do you no good in the middle of an obedience run, right? It's just not. And so 
we need to learn, we need to practice, I know you hate that word, but we need to practice being in the present moment and getting ourselves back into that moment. Because we're all going to future trip, or we're all going to replay some things that happened in the past, and we wish we could have a do over. Um, Our minds are going to go there, our minds are going to go to those other places. But it's the recognition that our mind has traveled away from the moment, and followed by our ability to get it back in the present moment, that is going to make us really great handlers. Um, Because we all know, I mean, you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't, um, but we all know that so much of our sports rely on our mindset to be able to perform at our best on demand, right? Like we want to be able to call upon it. We want to be able to call upon this flow state, this this in the zone mindset so that we can perform at our best, so that we can trust in our skills and our preparation and just let those things flow through us instead of having to muscle it so hard, right? Or really having to force something or really just be all up in our heads, just pushing, pushing, pushing. Okay. So how do we develop that skill? How do we get ourselves more in the zone? Well, there are a whole bunch of ways to do that. And we talk a lot about all the ways on this uh, podcast for sure. But today I'm going to focus on kind of an easy and I think very enjoyable one that is like really lovely to do. And that is the skill of mindfulness. Um, No, I'm not going to convince you of meditation today, um, but you know, that's on my list. Um, But mindfulness is actually, it's again, one of those things that is so simple It is just literally the practice of being aware of what's happening right now and really fully just noticing, okay? So mindfulness, thankfully, can happen anywhere, anytime. So those of you who are driving, I'm not going to ask you to close your eyes uh, because you can do mindfulness while you're driving. So you're driving to your trial and you're looking through your windshield and you're noticing how green everything looks maybe this time of year, right? And, um, or you're noticing how pretty, um, those trees are, or you're noticing that someone planted flowers in the median and it's the time of year where they're blooming, or you're noticing like that, you know, vintage car that's maybe in a a right lane or something and how beautiful that is. Um, or maybe you're driving with the windows down and you're just noticing the wind or the sounds of the animals or the frogs or what have you. So mindfulness is literally just the act of noticing what's around you. You might also be really aware of your body as you're driving, like how the steering wheel feels in your hands, how your behind fits in the seat, uh, maybe how it's the perfect temperature in the car for you, or maybe how you're really cold in the car because you want your dogs to be comfortable. <laughs> um, uh, that's a real thing in my life. Um, and so it's just the act of being here, being here right now. Um, maybe just listening to the sound of my voice, maybe catching the frogs in the background of of this recording that is happening. Um, But we can practice mindfulness all the time. 
And I really like to, like when I'm driving, I like to really notice like the sunsets or the sunrises as the case may be in some of those early mornings or the beauty that is all around me. Um, you know, even like a, a very heavily treed exit ramp, for instance, like it sounds ridiculous, but it's, there's so much beauty around it, around us. So for me, I start with beauty beautiful things. Like if I'm trying to really get in a mindfulness place, I really kind of notice everything that's just around me outside. Nature is a big kind of energy filler for me, filler upper, I should say. And I really use nature as a place to get mindful. Rather, maybe you could go on a hike, you can go on your walk, you're walking your dogs, um, you're in the mountains or you're at the lake or anything in between. And you're really just noticing and taking it all in. In that moment, you are being fully present. You are being mindful of what's around you. You can do that with your morning coffee, you know, instead of just like grabbing it and rushing off and hoping you don't spill it in the car, you know, maybe even when you take a sip, even if you did have to rush out of the house, you're taking a sip and you're like, oh man, I really love this beverage. I really love this coffee. Or I did the perfect job of mixing in my, you know, milk or whatever, you know, whatever makes your coffee special. Um, for me, I have a, I have hot vital proteins in the morning and I just like, I always think about like how creamy and good that it tastes, right? That's being mindful. So mindfulness is a piece of cake. Okay. It is super easy to do, but you may have trouble remembering it in the beginning. So it's just about slowing down your life, whether you're having coffee for breakfast or you're in the shower and you just want to feel like how great the water feels on you. And you just want to think about, you know, how happy you are that you put that new shower head in or what have you, or how great the towel feels. It can be the smallest, smallest moments. But what you're doing by, you know, you get out of the shower and you put that towel on and you are feeling how good it feels on your skin or the weight of it or what have you. And you're like, you know, I really, this is, this feels great, you know, or even if it reminds you that it doesn't feel great and you would like a better towel, you are actually being in the moment. You are fully embracing the moment. And like I said, these things can happen easily. It happens all around you. It happens in these mundane things that I have listed off here, you know, showers, coffee, oatmeal, towels, you know, driving to work. All of that is super mundane and probably most of it you don't even think about anymore. And that's fine. But I'm telling you, it's an opportunity to practice your mindfulness and practice being present and getting everything you can get out of the current moment. Because our ability to get ourselves back in the present really matters when we cross from being on deck to being in the ring and on the line. Okay. Again, whatever is your venue, um, there is that moment where we walk into the line and we need to be fully in the moment and fully present and, you know, really getting into that flow state where everything else in the world falls away, where there are no grocery lists, no to-dos, no bills, no nothing. It's just us and our dogs and the task that we have in front of us and the desire to step to the line in competition and kind of show, be able to showcase what we've learned or what we've practiced, right? 
If we, if our minds are elsewhere, if we are focusing on the outcome of that run, if we are focusing on, you know, the cue or, you know, I got to do this, I got to do that, you know, in this like kind of chasing energy, we won't do the next thing, right? We won't set up our dogs, be really present, be really connected, do the next thing that we have to do. So mindfulness is one of my favorite ways because it brings me joy, right? I mean, it brings me joy like throughout my day. It brings me joy to notice nature around me. It brings me joy to hear the frogs in the distance right now. It brings me joy to um, enjoy my morning beverage, to enjoy a long hot shower. All of those things are joyful to me or the sound of my dog sleeping next to me. You know, it's all joyful, but it's all in the present. So I believe that mindfulness has multiple benefits, of course. So bringing us joy, bringing us in the moment, making, you know, tying with gratitude, maybe those things are all also things that you're really grateful for. Um, But it also is constantly practicing our ability to get back into the present moment and focus on only the thing that's happening right now. That cup of coffee, that shower, nothing else, nothing beyond it, not what comes next, not I have to hurry up and get out of the shower because blah, 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 blah. Um, No, just being right here right now. So my challenge to you for this week is to practice mindfulness as much as possible throughout your day, right? As often as possible. And at the beginning, it may just look like noticing, right? It may just look like noticing that that's a pretty decoration on the table or, um, oh, that's interesting that the steward's table brought candy today. Maybe it's just noticing in the beginning and you're like, well, I hate that candy <laughs> or whatever, All right, You don't have to like everything, but it's noticing. It's seeing your environment, being present in your environment and then noticing your dog and being mindful of them and connecting to them. So the more ways I'm going to challenge you to just practice mindfulness like all darn day, like from the time you get up in the morning and maybe drive to your trial or what would have you or wherever you're going and doing and um, to the time that you go to sleep at night, you know, are you noticing your sheets? Are you um, noticing maybe get to sleep with the windows open and you're noticing the sounds of nature outside? Like what is it that you can notice and be more mindful of all day long. And in those moments, I promise you, you are practicing being in the moment that you are noticing. You're practicing being there. Okay. So those things can very easily turn into a really great start line ritual or an on deck ritual, probably more, more specifically, you know, that ritual that says, okay, I'm tuning out the rest of the world and I'm being here now. Um, there's a line from, uh, it's a movie called For Love of the Game, and it's Kevin Costner baseball movie, and he says, clear the mechanism, you know, when he's, uh, he's pitching, clear the mechanism. And it's that idea that you are clearing the mechanism, you are dropping and letting fall away all of the other concerns of your day, all the future things, all the past things, and you're only being here now. And practicing mindfulness on a regular basis will help train your brain to more easily come back to that present moment. Okay? All right. I hope that makes sense. And I hope that 
even more so that regardless of whether you use that at a dog trial, you start to notice the world around you and start to enjoy it more, right? Start to get some joy out of all of those things that are around you or in your life or the things that you maybe rush through and could slow down and take a minute to really enjoy and really um, just just be, right? Just be. So that's my challenge for you to for you this week. Practice some mindfulness, practice it throughout your life. And then of course, think about what are ways that you can practice it with your dogs, at a trial, at practice, however, and notice how you start to get better at being getting yourself back into the present moment and letting the rest of the things fall away. They'll still be there later. Just let them fall away. All right. I hope that helps. Please let me know if you try it and what your results are. I always love the feedback. And don't forget, I always take uh, requests. So if you have a topic you would like me to cover on the podcast, please let me know. I love requests. And as always, check out the show notes. And no matter what you are doing this week, I hope you have a fantastic week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.